So as I'm recording this right now, there is no internet, but I'm just going to go with what I was going to originally talk about anyway on this episode, and that's going to be all-star stuff. That's going to be NHL all-star stuff. Now, I am going to talk about AHL all-star stuff a little bit more on an upcoming episode and also have a proper goals episode because a lot has happened with the San Diego goals in the past few days that I do want to get to. But let's talk about NHL All-Star and everything around it. And I'm going to be pretty critical about this. Some of the players did not want to be there. And yes, I know this is a Ducks-centric podcast. And I will talk about Frank Vetrano, who clearly actually wanted to be there. But there was also a number of players that did not want to be there. That just went through the motions and went, okay, like, here we go. It, It was... Not embarrass, maybe embarrassing is the right word for it, but it was appalling seeing Nikita Kucherov just lollygag his way through the skills contest as if he didn't give a crap in the world. He just didn't. During the skills contest, during, I want to say the obstacle course, he just kind of skated very slowly and the Toronto crowd rightfully booed him during the skills contest. I would have booed as well if I was there. I mean, I'm going to be announcing an all-star game next season. And if I catch a player that starts a lollygag, then I might... I know it's not professional, but maybe there will be a 1% less enthusiasm when I announce his name the following day. Because to me, if you are selected to be an all-star, it is a big deal. If you are one of the select players out of the entire National Hockey League that gets to make an all-star game, then treat it with respect. Treat it as something meaningful. And yes, I know players want to play for the Stanley Cup. But at the same time, you should want to be at the all-star game. And maybe this is Gary Bettman just completely changing things around with the format. Maybe it's this new McDavid-style format for the skills contest. But it was downright embarrassing. What was also embarrassing, at least for me covering the Ducks, is there was plenty of players that did not play in the skills competition that would have done better at select events. Instead, you had the self, the same 12 guys, later the same 8 guys, finally the same 6 guys, over and over again. And I kind of hated it. I really did. I mean, yeah, it's a Friday night, and yeah, I mean, yeah, it's raining, so of course I did watch that. But as I'm watching this, I'm just shaking my head at everything going on. The way that the players composed themselves for, I mean, for some of them, it meant something. Some of the younger guys, it meant something. Austin Matthews, Mitch Mar I mean, Matthews definitely tried because, you know, the All-Star game is in Toronto. It's his home city. So the Toronto guys are all trying. Actually, all the Canadian guys are trying. And then you have Kucherov, who just, he doesn't care. And it's almost as if he's disrespecting the game. That's not something that you want to portray to the rest of the hockey world. 
and I'm glad the Toronto fans called him out on his BS. But where where's Frank Vitrano? I mean, Frank Vitrano is a very skilled player. I mean, the skills competition it should include all the players that are there. And I'll compare this to the American Hockey League's All Star festivities. The AHL they had their skills contest on Sunday, and they included as many players possible that could make it. I mean, I have my own qualms about the AHL stuff, which I will get to at a later episode. But at least the American Hockey League, they try to include all their players in the skills contest, and they try to give something for everyone there. And it's a little bit old school, but the fans seem to respond very well to that. I mean, there's something that could be said about having some new stuff, which is cool. But keep some of the old stuff around. And I like that they still keep the hardest shot. I like that they still keep the the fastest skate. That's fine. But there's a couple other old school stuff that I like seeing. Um, where is the goalie, I guess like the quick shot? You know, where is that in all of this? You know, feature more of the goalies instead of just for like one or two events and that's it. So that's my kind of qualm about that. But God, that's that skills contest was just rough to watch until the very end when it was very apparent that Connor McDavid was going to win it. I mean, that much was super obvious. He led from the start and it was just from start to finish. McDavid, McDavid, McDavid. We knew he was going to win it. And of course he did easily. It was just kind of blah. Just kind of bland. I really did not like it. So that's kind of my takeaway on that. The all-star, especially the all-star skills, needs to be fixed. And when they do it again in a couple of seasons, I hope that they can look back on this one in Toronto and say, there was a lot that went wrong. We need to fix this. All right, we're going to head to the first intermission. going to catch my breath a little bit. So we will get to the first intermission and talk about the All-Star game itself because I got some thoughts on that as well. Stay locked in. Now a brief word from FanDuel. And I have no internet, so I can tell you that it is Super Bowl week. The Super Bowl is coming up this weekend. And you could check out all the bets on FanDuel, which is America's number one sportsbook. And, you know, I said in the past that the Super Bowl is all about getting those great deals, but also... Checking out those snacks, and I love me some Super Bowl snacks. They're delicious. But you could also play some Super Bowl bets at FanDuel. And you know what? I mean, you could pick which players score a touchdown. You could have parlay bets. I think they even have they even have bets, I think, on the coin toss, on the anthem. I mean, FanDuel has all kinds of different bets for the Super Bowl. It's kind of awesome. And even, you know, like how many points are going to get scored, um, halftime parlays, you know, stuff like that. So if you join today, new customers get, I think, $200 in bonus bets on your first $5 bet that wins. I remember that. So go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. Once again, that's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel is the official sports betting partner of the Locked On Podcast Network. And please, folks... Gamble responsibly.
Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Once again, you're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez, and it's raining. It's been raining. Non-stop. In fact, just to get a little personal here, um, it actually flooded here over the weekend, which was really bad. Uh, power kind of flickered a little bit, you know, for about a half day. But we're still here, and um, having just moved, I... I'm kind of now in a spot where it's flooding a little bit easier, unfortunately. But how often do we get like a foot of rain in two to three days? And also, internet has been spotty at best. When I say spotty at best, that means it has been either extremely slow or down for the majority of the past few days. But, you know, that's something that they actually were trying to fix earlier today. So hopeful all right enough about the unprecedented rains let's talk about the all-star game itself and let's talk about frank vetrano who was the man for team hughes so again i only watched up i really only watched the first couple of games live because i had a firebirds game that evening so i watched up to that point of the all-star game and once Team Hughes was out, I was like, oh, crap. Now we know who's going to win. And of course, I'm listening on the radio. And of course, Team Matthews won because Toronto, of course. And of course, Austin Matthews was the MVP because Toronto. It was predictable. But that second game, it was all Frank Vetrano. It was the Frank Vetrano show. He almost led, actually, he did lead that team in points. But he almost single-handedly willed that team to victory. Not that that team was bad. Don't get me wrong. Team Matthews had a bunch of Leafs on their roster. But Team Hughes, I mean, they didn't have the best of lineups. I mean, they had the Hughes brothers. Okay, fine. They had Alex Debrinkit, who's pretty good, I guess. I guess he's good. I mean, you have to have some kind of representative from the Red Wings. So, sure, him. And then you have Brock Besser. Okay, fine. Oh, and you also have some guy on that team that I was just very critical before. And that was Nikita Kucherov, who scored the first goal and kind of did a little slide like look to the crowd as if he was trolling them. Okay, I, I get the fact that he's trying to troll the crowd. I get it. But there's a better way. To get to the crowd, and that wasn't it. it. It just wasn't. I did not like that at all. Uh, Frank Vetrano, by the way, led Team Hughes in goals. He had two goals and one assist. One of those goals, by the way, came on an assist from Cam Talbot. Yes, that Cam Talbot, the goalie, as of right now, for the Los Angeles Kings. So that was cool because A, goalie assist, B, King's Ducks connection. Like, hey, that's kind of neat. I kind of didn't hate that. So, sure. And Frank Vitrano looked good at the limited time he was out there. And he did get limited time, folks. Um, if I remember correctly, Frank Vitrano was kind of like on the low end of time on ice. Obviously, you have Hughes... That got the most time on ice because, you know, defenseman Quinn Hughes, okay, that's fine. 
and some other guys got more time. I mean, Kucherov got more time than Frank Vitrano. I know Kyle Connor got a lot more time than Frankie because I heard Kyle Connor's name and saw him on the ice a lot. And Frankie, dude got disrespected in this one. Frankie deserves to be out there a little bit more because he does very well on three on three. We've seen that this season. Know who your roster is. Know who's on your team. Know who's going to give you the best possible chance to win. And Frank wound up with three points. That one went to a shootout. And you didn't use Frank Vetrano in the shootout, even though he's been pretty decent at it? Okay, sure. Just go for the big name stars. Go for the ones that are going to draw the most eyeballs. Um, I know you want to get to the finals, and some of the players would like that extra million dollars. Some of them, not all of them. I mean, Kucherov didn't give a crap, so whatever. <sighs> so yeah, Team Matthews beat Team Hughes 6-5 in a shootout, and they were done after just one game. I think it was like five minutes on ice for Frank Toronto, and that was it. That's his all-star experience. Oh yeah, he was also picked last or among last for the all-star game. Yeah, he kind of... Okay, I shouldn't say kind of. He did get disrespected a little bit. I mean, for a guy to have his first all-star experience and play that little, not even do the skills contest. I mean, what are we doing here, folks? What are we doing? I'm I'm literally talking about someone that was on ice for five, six minutes, and that was it. I'm trying here. I'm trying. And I'm done trying, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to head to the second intermission right now and just give some other thoughts on this whole all-star thing. Stay locked in. Now a brief word from Sleeper. And it's past the all-star break, so i got to remind you that you can win big by playing daily fantasy hockey on Sleeper. And you could pick all kinds of all-stars to help you win a hundred times your bet. You could pick all-stars, maybe not Kucherov anymore, but you could pick guys like McKinnon. You could pick guys like Crosby. Maybe you could pick guys like Vetrano to help you win a hundred times your bet. And all you have to do is correctly predict the outcome of eight player stat lines. You know, whether they're over, under on goals, assists, and other kinds of stats. And once again, eight Correct bets will get your eight correct predictions will get you a hundred times your money bet on Sleeper. And if you go to Sleeper right now, use promo code Locked On NHL and you'll get up to a hundred dollar match on your first deposit. Once again, that's code Locked On. According to this, Locked On NHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Once again, you're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez. Okay, like my final opinion on the entire NHL All-Star thing, at least this one was somewhat better than the one they did in Las Vegas. Las Vegas, they treated kind of like a sideshow. You had some, some of these weird games. You had the poker cards on the board where players tried to, you know, slap shot poker cards. Okay, that one kind of went over like a lead balloon. You had the 
one where they were out in the like on the Bellagio lakes. They were shooting pucks into targets over the water. And that one was kind of cool. At least for that skills contest, they included players from the Professional Women's Hockey League, at least what we now call it. Uh, Back then, it was under a different name. But at least back then, they better integrated the women's hockey players, which is really cool. This time, it was just the same 12 guys during the skills. So I feel like for this year's All-Star, at least for the Friday night, this one took a step back. It didn't feel inclusive. It was just the same guys over and over again. Not all of them wanted to be there. Include all the players. But also, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go there. Include the women in this. There's some talent in the Women's Hockey League right now. There's some immense talent. And a lot of great players, NHL and otherwise, are behind this new league. I mean, uh, Jessica Campbell, who is the assistant coach for the Coachella Valley Firebirds, she's gone on with the Ottawa team as an advisor. And even though she's not joining Ottawa uh, physically, she will be helping out the Ottawa team as much as possible. I don't know how much I could... Uh, give out but she's going to be helping them out and when you have that kind of support for this new league all around it seems like a shame to not include them in your festivities total missed opportunity there so i would say the next time they do this be more inclusive include the women's hockey players and maybe watch someone like Philly Plan just destroy them again. <laughs> no, she's good. She's very good. So that's my thoughts on that. As far as the game itself, oh, I I hate the format. I mean, I get why they have to do this, but I've never liked the format of just having, you know, two teams, then two teams, and then they're done. That's it. The AHL does a little bit better job of trying to include all their players and try to get them as much time on ice as possible. NHL, swing and a miss there. I mean, what are we doing? I think there's I think there's a decent amount of time. Sure. But you're just highlighting the same players over and over again, and I'm tired of it. I did kind of like the celebrity, I guess, coaches. I mean, I've never hated that. I've never thought it was brilliant, but I never hated it. And yeah, I'll, I'll leave it at that. That part's kind of cool, but I'm sure for the fans over there, it must have felt a little bit weird seeing all that little sideshow stuff. And if you're going to have, oh, by the way, my final thing before I wrap up, if you're going to have an act be the musical act during an intermission on your festivities, please don't have them dress up in clothes from one of your closest rivals. Are you kidding me? The All-Star Game is in Toronto, and you had a musical act come out in Ottawa Senators' clothes? Are you freaking joking? 
That's like having the all-star game in Los Angeles and having your musical act come out in Anaheim Ducks gear. I mean, that would be kind of like trolling a little bit, but you get what I'm saying, right? Or if Anaheim ever hosts an all-star game, oh my God, first off, that'd be a miracle if Anaheim actually gets an all-star game. But if that were to ever happen, first off, hell would freeze over. Second off, you wouldn't have someone wearing King's gear for your entertainment, would you? I don't think so. All right. So my final thought on that. All right. That's going to do it for this podcast. Uh, We're going to come back later this week. Hopefully the internet starts working. And hopefully this rain lets up because this is ridiculous. I've already had um, the floodwaters almost reach the top step and that kind of sucks it's like i said it's been flooded so you know if this gets out before the rain stops just be careful out there and you know still just be careful anyway i mean the roads are super saturated right now so just be careful guys all right that's gonna do it thanks so much for listening thanks for watching don't forget this podcast is free and available across all platforms including stitcher spotify Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, ad-free on Amazon. We're also on YouTube. You can follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter's at LO underscore Ducks. Once again, thank you all for your continued support. It is so greatly appreciated. I'm going to go fix the porch, I guess. For Locked on Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. Please remember to be, be safe out there, folks. Please be kind to one another. And Ducks... Fly together.